Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. What up, everybody? It's Rob Brandt. And it's Rick Brandt. And we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I feel like Nas, that song, Rick. Welcome back, right? Oh, man, that was a hit in the 90s. And it's still relevant to this day. I'm, I'm using it on the Brothers Brand podcast, one of the best places to use it. So welcome back. We got episode 117 of the Brothers Brand podcast, just ripping and roaring. And uh, college football is back, baby. It's back, Rob. The and it's going to be 22 college football preview that Rick just loves and gobbles up like no tomorrow. It's going to be bigger and better than ever, Rob. College football season starts in just a matter of days, and it is going to be a glorious stretch of five straight months of excellent football throughout the country. How fired up are you? Jazzed up, baby. Just totally jazzed. I, uh, it's, um, I was out with uh, Shelby the other night, and uh, we were at a sports bar. She goes, yeah, let's get a burger and a beer at a sports bar, Rick. And she said, uh, she looked around at all the TVs and this sports bar has all these TVs lined up kind of like Buffalo wild wings. And she just goes, man, can't wait for September football in the air Saturday, Sunday just gives me the warm and fuzzies. It's my favorite time of the year. I love it. You know, things start to change over to the fall season, the crisp autumn air, Kids are back in school and the football players are back on the gridiron. We're all in front of our TVs, just consuming it. Oh man. Open the windows here in New Jersey. You got that nice 70 degree breeze rolling in. Leaves are changing colors. Bust out the ciders. Let's get it going, baby. Cause we're about to watch some football and college football is awesome because the fan bases are just ridiculous. And you and I have been a part of them. We've traveled the country going to pretty much all of the major power five universities yeah. in the country, sitting in the student sections. We've lived and breathed college football since we could remember. 
I know we're looking forward to catching a few games this fall. And before we get into the 2022 college football preview show that this episode is all about, let's just rewind a little bit here for our listeners, just to get everybody caught up to speed. As you might recall, last year, the Georgia Bulldogs defeated the Alabama Crimson Tide in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium, home of the Indianapolis Colts, to become national champions. It was their first championship in decades, and it just created so much excitement throughout the country, I think, because finally a team broke through that wasn't named Alabama, Clemson, or Ohio State, Rob. Um, we had LSU a few years back with Joe Burrow, and we had another SEC powerhouse in Georgia lift the title last year. It was awesome to watch that game and to see them. They've been, uh, you know, putting it together for for years and years and years and decades and just been hit by a brick wall over the past decade, just like everybody else with Alabama and those other teams just really couldn't make it out of the SEC championship game. And to see them make it through, especially with all the players that graduated from there that we're going to get into, um, it, it was just a special team. It was a special team. And I'm, I, I think they're going to do a lot, of, a lot of stuff this year. Well, let's get back into it then. Let's talk about 2022. And one of the major headlines is, can Georgia repeat as champions? As you mentioned, they had a special team. Many of those players, in fact, 15, 15 players, from the Georgia Bulldogs team last year, got drafted into the NFL this past April. So a lot of graduation of starters, and now you can have some young players who didn't get necessarily a ton of reps last year stepping into some new roles. Yeah. So do I think Georgia's going to repeat as champions? No, I don't. They've lost too much. They've lost 15 players to the NFL. Um, I don't know if they were that stacked and depth wise and they, but they they're they're missing some serious players, offense, defense, special teams, too many gaps to fill. Not going to happen for Georgia. They're going to do very well. They're probably going to win, win the SEC, but um, or it's going to be them in Alabama, but they're not going to win the championship. I'm going right here and saying it's not going to happen. You know, Rob, they do return two players that everybody became very familiar with last year. One was edge rusher on defense, Nolan Smith. This guy is an absolute stud. If he gets drafted this year, it'll be in the top five, probably, as long as he doesn't get hurt. And he's just a phenom on defense. Unfortunately, with so many people moving on, he could see a lot of double teams and not necessarily produce the big numbers that we saw last year. On the other side of the ball, their quarterback, Stenson Bennett, he became well-known because of the championship, because of the postseason success. Personally, I didn't think he was that great of a quarterback, but when you win a national championship, your quarterback's going to get talked about a little bit. He's coming back as well. Maybe he can lead and guide them to some postseason success, but I'm with you on record as well, Rob. I don't think we're going to have a repeat national champion in Athens, Georgia this year. Rob, I want to get into all of the elite quarterbacks that are coming back, not Stenson Bennett, but other elite quarterbacks that are coming back for another season. And we've got to start with Alabama's Bryce Young. This guy won the Heisman last year 
And it wouldn't surprise me if he went back to back, something that's only been done once in the history of college football. So he's back in action. I got to believe Alabama is going to be a team to reckon with this year. Yeah. I think Georgia's ranked number one right now, but I would say that you can't sleep on Nick Saban. And when, when Nick Saban loses a national championship, he gets a fire lit underneath him to, to win that natty. And Bryce young is just an absolute beast. Like this dude uh, can throw it a mile. He can run. He, he do everything. They did lose a lot of wide receivers uh, to the draft. They lost uh Mechie. They lost uh, um, uh, Jamison Williams. Uh, they lost, uh, I believe uh, another one of their top wide receivers as well, but, and they're running back left too. But I, I think that Bryce young is the, is the real deal. And when he decides to go, he'll be the number one quarterback in that draft. I could see that Rob happening for sure. There's a, a team up north known as Ohio State, the University of Ohio State. Their quarterback is C.J. Stroud. He had a breakout season last year. The Buckeyes, you know, they did falter at the end there. They did lose at Michigan in the big house a few days after Thanksgiving, uh, put themselves in a tough spot to really contend and get into that college football playoff. But I think Ohio State is going to be a force. They're actually my pick to win the college football championship this year. And it's C.J. Stroud that I think could come on and win the Heisman this year. He's my pick as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, not a bad pick. Uh, again, lost three wide receivers. <laughs> three amazing wide receivers. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who steps up to the plate and takes advantage of those positions. Not a bad pick for Heisman, but I'm going Bryce Young and I'm going Alabama uh, for the national championship. That's that's what I have. That's that's fantastic because that would be terrific if either of those two teams were in it at the end. I want to just highlight three other quarterbacks to be on the lookout this year that I think could be impact quarterbacks, maybe, maybe dark horses to win the Heisman, but I think their teams are going to be a lot of fun to watch. USC. University of Southern California. They've got Lincoln Riley as their new coach who came over from Oklahoma. Well, as soon as he left and went to USC, so too did his quarterback from last year, Caleb Williams. This guy was a stud. He came on the second half of the season in Oklahoma and just was lighting things up. He's going to be in LA. The Pac-12 is not necessarily the greatest conference when it comes to the other ones and not, I, think, I don't even think it's going to be a conference conference in a couple of years it may not be the way it uh, losing teams and universities but mark my words Caleb Williams is going to be very good this year and I think USC could potentially win the Pac-12 this year they've got a lot of stuff going on there that will be fun to watch us i agree rick usc i think could be a top five team a number five team not a top five team a number five team they'll be on the outside looking in if they take care of business against oregon stanford ucla they'll be they'll be a five six by the end of the year um just with caleb williams this dude was so impressive i remember watching one of his games and it was between like rattler and Caleb Williams and like Rattler was just totally sucking and they took him out. And then Caleb Williams comes on. And I think one of the plays was like a scramble for like 
86 yards and a touchdown. And I just go, yeah, this guy's probably going to be their starting quarterback now. <laughs> and rat rattlers in, in you at uh, South Carolina. And I was like, yeah, I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Huge shakeup down in Oklahoma, but they did find quarterback Dylan Gabriel, a highly, highly touted recruit. Um, let's see what Oklahoma does this year. They've also got a new coach. Remember the defensive coordinator at Clemson, he had been there for so many years, part of the, all those national championship runs. He's now actually head coach for the first time at Oklahoma this year, trying to instill some defensive mentality. I think this quarterback on the flip side of the ball could help alleviate some of the new first-year coaching experiences that he's going to face in Oklahoma because that's a tough conference still. Yeah, pretty tough, yeah. And then last but not least, University of Miami – They've been on the cusp for a few years, trying to become more relevant, uh, trying to compete on a national level. They've got a quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke. Tyler Van Dyke also had a nice season last year, extremely athletic. Uh, everything that I read, everything that I hear coming out of Miami, Coral Gables, sounds like Tyler Van Dyke should be pretty good to go this year. I don't know anything about <laughs> well you're gonna find out about this young fella <laughs> rob you already gave your pick you took georgia excuse me you took alabama in yeah. the national championship i took ohio state i think georgia and i think clemson both have the front running positions to also be in that final four this year is there other teams on the brink or second tier perhaps that you think can slip into that? Maybe even like last year we had a Cincinnati team. Do you think there's like a Cincinnati out there this year? So I think that Michigan could be that four spot. I don't know if you can tell from the outfit that I got going on right now. Not only do we have that, but we got this going down right here. Little Michigan action. I think Michigan will be the four spot. I think what you're going to see is Alabama, uh, Ohio State, Georgia, and Michigan. And I think what's going to happen is obviously Ohio State and, and Michigan play each other. I think that Ohio State will probably be ranked number one closer towards the end of the year. And Michigan will probably be like that five, six. And Michigan's going to beat Ohio State in, I think it's in Ohio State this year, and is going to beat them in Ohio State and bump up. They're going to bump up to the four spot. And Ohio State's going to drop from one to three. And then they're going to, and then, uh, oh, they wouldn't play each other again. But um, they, uh, they're both going to make the playoffs. I think that's what's going to happen. The hell of a crystal ball you're working with right there, Rob, <laughs> the hell of a crystal ball, man, would that be epic for not okay. only the big 10, but for all of college football? Well, sec and big 10, and that gives the talking points of the super conference, right? Big 10, SEC, everyone's joining the SEC, everyone's joining the Big Ten. So you're going to have two powerhouses in both representing. I think that Ohio State would beat Georgia, the two, three. Georgia would be number two, and Alabama would be number one. Alabama beats, uh, beats Michigan. 
Ohio State beats Georgia, and then Alabama beats Ohio State in the Natty. Wow, that's a hell of a prediction. If that all goes down, sign me up for that because I'm in. I also think there's a couple other teams to be on the lookout here. Notre Dame, they've got to run the table. They're a non-conference. They're uh, independent school, so they got to run the table. They got Their recruiting class is ranked currently number one. They have a new coach. They have a new coach there for the first time in a long time. If things go well, Notre Dame could be in the talk towards the end of the year. I also like Oklahoma. I was talking about them earlier, also under a new coach. University of Texas, Rob, I'm rocking some Longhorns. I don't know if you can tell or not, but they too are on the rise. Who, us? Yeah, us, the Longhorns. I get what you're referencing. The faithful Brothers Brant listeners know what you're referencing. And man, oh man, you know how good it is down in Austin. We all know how good it is in Austin. I think the Longhorns could be pretty good this season. Yeah, they got some really good barbecue too. Absolutely. So Rob, I want to go through a handful of games that our listeners should be penciling in on their schedule, circling on their calendars, and planning to be in front of their TVs come this fall. You ready for it? Yeah, ready. All right. The college football season kicks off week zero. Several years ago, they started calling this week zero, and they started to put some premier matchups in it. Rob, Saturday, August 27th is when we can first watch college football, and it cannot come soon enough. Get this. For me, at least, the first game really to watch is Nebraska versus Northwestern in Dublin, Ireland. They're going across the pond. They're kicking things off in Europe. Last year, because of COVID, Notre Dame wasn't able to make the journey over to the European island and play out there because of COVID. But this year, Nebraska and Northwestern are doing it. And I feel like that'll be a fun game on Fox come Saturday, August 27th to really get the juices flowing. Yeah, that's cool. I love seeing uh, the college teams make the track, especially uh, Notre Dame fighting Irish, you know, always playing in Dublin, uh, playing in Ireland. So that's really cool. That's going to be a fun game to watch. And then stateside, what's going to be a really great game to watch is uh, Notre Dame. Actually, shout out Nebraska. Uh, Shout out to my buddy, Zach Molzer, friend of the pod, friend of the Brothers Brandt, starting NIL business. And the first team he's working with is Nebraska. So shout out to uh, the Big Red uh, for that. And Zach Molzer, friend of the pod. So uh, big things happening with that kid. Love it. What we're going to transition to, though, is we're going to go to a little place called Columbus, Ohio, where the Ohio State University will be hosting, hosting the Notre Dame Fighting Irish to kick things off. Rob, that's going to be Saturday, September 3rd. And you're absolutely right. Two historic programs going head to head. At the shoe. Exactly. At the shoe, home of the Buckeyes, not a neutral site. Typically, those types of matchups are reserved for an NFL stadium somewhere. But to get that on a college campus is going to be absolute electric. That's going to be Saturday, September 3rd. Who do you think is going to, who do you think is going to win that game? I think Ohio State. They're my pick to win the whole thing this year. Notre Dame's got a new coach. They're going into a hostile environment. 
I think the Buckeyes are favored by two touchdowns already. It wouldn't surprise me if that was a romp. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I don't uh, I don't disagree, Rick. I think that Ohio State will win this. Um, I think C.J. Stroud is just going to absolutely light it up. And uh, you're right, Ohio State wins. Moving on. Uh, our Oregon Ducks. We've been out to Eugene. We had a wonderful time there. We've been to Athens, Georgia. Uncle, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Big shout out to Phil Knight and all the things he's doing at Nike. I think that company is going to blow up pretty soon. So we've got, <laughs> <laughs> we've got the Oregon Ducks. Oregon Ducks travel across country with those amazing uniforms. They head to Atlanta to take on Georgia in their backyard. Also, several touchdown favor Bulldogs. I think that's going to be a fun game to watch the uniforms, the atmosphere. You and I have been to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. It's going to be a wonderful place to kick off the season. And Yeah, you know, shout out to Nike. I think it's a small little startup they got out there. See how it pans out. Looking for some Serie B funding. <laughs> some seed investors. Rob, so anyway. do you have any opinions on the game? I do have an opinion on the game. Uh, love the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And it's easy to get to. Flights to Atlanta, easy, cheap. Everyone can get there. I love it. Um, look, Georgia's going to be showing up big time. It's going to be 80% Georgia, 20% uh, Oregon Ducks. But the Oregon Ducks are going to light it up with their jerseys. I hope they come with some absolute fire, fire stuff. And and let's not forget a couple – was it last year or a couple of years ago that Oregon went on the road and went to the shoe and beat Ohio State in a huge upset in, on opening day. And I'm pretty sure it was last year, but I could be mistaken – and uh, but yeah, it was last year because COVID year didn't happen. So um, it was last year. So they could do it again. But I think Georgia's gonna. They got the they got the home field advantage there. They do. The next night, Rob, you know who has the home field advantage? The LSU Tigers are kicking off their season in New Orleans. LSU is hosting FSU, Florida State University. It is going to be Brian Kelly. His head coaching debut, former Notre Dame head coach, now with the Tigers. I think LSU could be a pretty good team. Their recruiting class, their transfer portal acquisitions have been top of the charts. I think LSU is going to be a decent team this year. They might not win at all, but I think opening night on Sunday night, the only college football game on Sunday, September 4th, that's going to be a fun one to watch down in the bayou. Uh, battle in the bayou. Uh, you know, we're calling it. They're playing for more than the beads on Bourbon Street. But uh, a couple things to note here, Rick. Uh, Brian Kelly got called out uh, during his uh, his his message uh, at the LSU basketball game, talking about how excited he is, and it sounded like he had a Southern draw, even though he's only there for a week. And everybody called him out, and he did in fact apologize because he didn't speak with a southern draw. <laughs> um, so I don't know what's going on there. A little shifty to begin with. Uh, FSU has not been relevant uh, for over over two decades at this point. So uh, I'm going LSU. That place is going to be roaring because uh, it's going to be Death Death Valley, but in New Orleans. Yeah, go Tigers. Go Tigers. All right, Rob. The following week, something that you don't often see, Alabama going on the road to Texas in Austin. 
They're kicking off at noon in the afternoon, Saturday, September 10th, tied on the road against the Longhorns. You've been there. We've been there. What are your thoughts? Oh, Longhorns. I mean, it's Austin, baby. What? Wow. Wow. So you're taking the Longhorns. Are you crazy? Kind of. Ah, I love it. Roll the dice. Let's see what happens. Shout out to Bevo the 12th. And let's see what happens down what do you in got? You know what, Rob? I'm a Texas man. I like what they're doing down there. The stadium renovations are fully complete. That is going to be an unbelievable atmosphere. You know Alabama fans are going to travel well to that game. But I, too, am taking the Longhorns. We're both out of our minds. We are goddamn out of our minds. All right, Rob. The next big game I have slated on the calendar, especially if the Longhorns were to knock off Alabama, is the Cotton Bowl in October when they take on Oklahoma. Both universities have said they're leaving for the SEC in a couple of years. This is going to be one of the last times they'll see each other in this conference for the Red River rivalry. Texas, Longhorns, hook them. That's right, baby. And then you talked about it earlier on the podcast, Michigan and Ohio State, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. This time it takes place in the shoe. Michigan got the win last year at the big house. It was their first win under John Coach John Harbaugh, and uh, let's see. Let's see what he does going to the shoe. Can he back it up? Go Michigan on this one. As am I, Rob. As am I. Now, the last game of the year worth noting of the regular season is the annual Army versus Navy game. This year it happens to take place in your city, the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, the link as they call it. And Army-Navy, what a great way to end the year. Hopefully we get some snow flurries. That would be picture perfect. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, I, you know, I, I'm i going to go with, uh, I, I was just hanging out with, with an Army grad, Steve Hoganis. So I, I'm going to go with, uh, with Army on this one. Good, good, as you should. Go Army, beat Navy. It's going to be a wonderful college football season. You and I, we're going to be in Arizona in a month. We're going to be there in weeks September. at this point. That's right. A couple days. Why not? And we're going Hours. to be there. We're going to see Arizona State kick off their season. So we're going to be in full college mode all fall. And for all you Brothers Brandt listeners out there, I'm Rick Brandt. And I'm Rob Brandt. And we're the Brothers Brandt. Thanks for listening to the College Football Preview. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.